Merry Christmas, Valley. Not from you, Dick. <laughs> this side, Merry Christmas. <laughs> They're getting there. Are you excited? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, Valley. It's so good to be here today uh, on this Christmas Eve uh, to open the Word of God and to share. Um, we do not have a PowerPoint. Uh, technology is great until it's not. David came early this morning. I had the PowerPoint. I had the thumbs. It wouldn't load. I've been battling all week uh, some type of viral situation getting better, got better, prepared my outline, asked like, David, can you meet me? He said, sure. And technology said, no. So we're going to do it old school. Everybody have your Bibles, your phone, or if there's a Bible in a pew. Go to Luke chapter 2. I'm going to read it uh, beginning in verse 4. I'll go all the way down to about verse 20. Luke chapter 2, verse 4. I have the Christian Standard Bible. It reads, Joseph also went up from town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family line of David, to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him tightly in cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flocks. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you, good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the city of David, a Savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with their angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to the people he favors. When the angels had finished, when the angels had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. 
they hurried off and found themselves found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger after seeing them they reported the message they were told about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them but Mary was treasuring up these things in her heart and meditated on them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they been told. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this time. Open up our hearts and our minds, God, that we would see such a great salvation such a great savior. Help us not to miss the message of Christmas. God, help us to be those who are willing to share and tell the story. That the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And all God's people said, amen. As we look at the text, before us, we've been studying the songs of Christmas. And with all the songs we've been looking at, we've had an angelic being show up. Then all of a sudden, terror comes over. He says, do not be afraid. They calm down. And all of a sudden, he gives a pronouncement of something that's getting ready to take place. But in this particular one, it's not a pronouncement of something future. It's something that has already happened. If you have noticed in the reading, it was about a savior being born. A lot of times we get into Christmas season and we're thinking about everything but the real reason of Christmas. How many people have that, that list of everybody you gotta buy a gift for? It's okay. If you know me, you're going to talk back to me eventually, and we'll be through this. I have a list. I was sick from Thursday through yesterday, so I still have a list. Why are you laughing? It's not a laughing situation. There are people expecting things, aren't they? Isn't that what Christmas is? I'm going to come over here. Jim? Is that what Christmas is about? Okay, Jim, go back to sleep. Thank you, Jim. It's about Jesus' birthday. And see, what happens is we get all beside ourselves when we can't do some of the things that we would normally do. But if we make the main thing the main thing, we can all celebrate together. Watch what we see in our text today, because God gave us a word that out of Bethlehem, a ruler would come. Micah 5.2 tells us that this ruler is not of this world. He is out of this world. And so you see the need for Luke to tell us that <clears throat> Joseph, there was a census where he had to go to his hometown 
and he had to be there so that he could be registered for the census. And so the Bible tells us he traveled to Bethlehem because it was the house and family line of David to be registered with Mary. And while he was there, it came due for Jesus to be born. All my sisters in here, when it's time to deliver, you're ready to deliver, amen? My sisters were weak. When it's time to deliver the baby, it's time to deliver, amen? amen. Yes. Jesus had come to the point where it was time for his delivery. But there was one problem. They had traveled so far, there was no Airbnb. There was no Holiday Inn. The only place he could be born was in a barn and placed in a manger. We like to say manger, but it was a feeding trough. What a humble entrance into the world. As the king, he came and was delivered in a feeding trough. But what I want to focus on today is the message that the angels shared with the shepherds. If you understand anything about messengers, your message is only as good as the person that sent you. And that message that there was being sent came from God that the Savior had entered the world. And if you follow with me in your Bibles in verse 8, it says, In the region, shepherds were staying out in the field, keeping watch at night over their flocks. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. No, shepherds are the lowly. In this time, they weren't the high. They weren't the religious leaders. They weren't the political leaders. They were the common, everyday peasant folk. That's who the angels came to. They delivered the message of great hope. He says, don't be afraid. I proclaim for you great news and great joy will be for all people. Notice the word all people. Jesus came for all. He didn't come just for the Jews. This is the hint that you understand salvation was for everyone. It was God's plan from the beginning to save mankind. And the way he did it, the angels marvel at it. You know why the angels marvel? Because the angels, when they fell, there was no redemption. Judgment. That was it. They look at humanity and they see what God did in Jesus. He came to be our sin bearer. He came to pay our price. 
He came willingly. That is the reason that we should celebrate and be excited about Christmas because we have a Savior that was willing to leave his heavenly abode to take on humanity to save. But it says, today in the city of David, a Savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. Catch the titles, Savior, Messiah, the Anointed One, the Lord, the Sovereign One, the one that has all authority, all power, has come. Just so that you don't get it mixed up, let me give you a sign. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth, lying in a manger. If I was one of the shepherds, and you tell me, the Messiah is here. Where would you think I would want to look for him? Not in the manger. So to make sure that they understood that this was an authentic message, they left them with a sign. A sign that would verify that what they were saying is true. And then we have the other sign. Look at what heaven does in verse 13. Suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with the angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to people he favors. Once again, now we see the angels starting to really come together and worship and give us a picture of what heaven's going to look like a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. That's what they do round the clock. Say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Can you imagine the heavenly hosts coming and breaking the sky saying, glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth all he favors. That is a word for someone today. That is a message for someone today. Isaiah puts it this way in 9-6, for a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast, and its propensity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now and forever. Do you get it? The beginning, the birth, is where it starts, that plan of redemption. Jesus came so that he could rule, so that he could save those who didn't believe that they could be saved. He came willingly. He came freely. He came to give himself as a ransom.
but the question that, that, that looms over me as I look at this text, every year we celebrate Christmas, but do we celebrate Christ? Do we make Christ the main thing? Do we share what Jesus has done? Do we make it known that there is salvation? I don't know about you. During this time, there's a crowd of people everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's a crowd. And the people of God, we're all in the mix of that crowd. My question that I ask myself, am I living on mission? Am I being that witness? Am I being that light that God's called me to be so that people understand that there's salvation at hand, that there is a God that loves them? Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That is a promise. But too many times we keep that promise to ourselves. We allow that to be something that we celebrate in this building. Can I tell you the church is not a building? Can I tell you the church is a body of believers? And as we go, we should have a message that Jesus loves you, that he came to save you. Look, too many times we run across people that we don't believe. They're too far gone. They don't, they don't, they don't need the message. Can I share with you? None of us are too far gone. God's grace and his mercy is sufficient. All he needs is us to be like the shepherds. Watch what the shepherds did. After they saw this, when the angels had left them, they returned to heaven. The shepherds said, let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. I want you to understand, they didn't just take their word. They verified what was being said, and they went and they saw. How many of us have been to Christmas Eve services, candlelight services, we passed the candle? It's all good when we're in here, but what is about when you come to your family? Do you share Christ? Do you even read the story of the birth of a savior being born? Do you, or do you shrink back and say, let's open gifts? The greatest gift that you can give to anyone is the gift that keeps on giving. And that's letting them know that Jesus is a savior, that Jesus loves them. And Jesus loves you. That's the first thing you have to recognize. Jesus loves you. 
and he cares for you. No matter what trials or tribulations you're going through, no matter how difficult your road is, Jesus cares for you. He loves you. He wants you to put your faith in him so that you can walk with him and that you can have the peace that only God can give. Don't get caught up in the commercialism of Christmas. Remember to share. After seeing them, they reported the message. They were told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. At the end of your Christmas, at the end of your day of opening gifts, let's this year praise God. So many of us have been through a mountain this year. We've been through difficult valleys. God's been faithful. He's kept you through all that you've been through. Some of us have illnesses that God's working us through now. He's still faithful. He still cares. He's still with you. Don't give up. Don't lose heart. Don't turn to the vices of the world. Keep your hands in the hand of the one who can deliver you. There is no greater person. There is no greater gift than the gift of Jesus. Let's celebrate him. Let's give him praise. Let's give him glory. Let's give him what's due his name and not continue to come and go through the motions. Sometimes we go through services and we say amen, we say yes, we nod our head, and it's the check that we came to church. But this year, instead of having that check, let's say that leaving out of here, we're going to start praising, even now, the God that loved us so, that sent his son to be the savior of the world. The question for you and me, if you've already put your faith in Christ, Now, will you let his light shine on you? We, we light our Advent candles. The middle candle is the Christ candle. We're getting ready to light that now. And lighting that candle, will you be willing to let the light of Jesus shine through you all year long? not just on Christmas, not just on special times, will you allow his light to radiate through you so that others may see that there is a savior? Or maybe you need a savior. Maybe today is your day of salvation. Do not harden your heart. Jesus loves you. He cares for you.
Put your trust in him. That is the best decision you could make. I'm going to close in a word of prayer. Whatever God's challenging you with, maybe it's to start a different tradition around Christmas and uh, reading the Christmas story and sharing it with two or three friends. Whatever it is, now's your time to deal with that. Father in heaven, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for such a great salvation that we have in him. God, I pray this Christmas that we would never take it for granted, that we would continue to make Christ the center that we would worship year-round and let your light shine through us. God, I thank you for what you're doing here at Valley, how you're ministering through uh, each person. God, I pray uh, for that one who may not know you, that may come to know you today. God, work as only you can by the power of your spirit. And God, that one that is wrestling I pray that you would give peace. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.